All right, check one, check two. This is it. Welcome to the Cannabis Coffee Hour. With your host, me, Rob Cantrell. Oh yeah, this is it. We got a good guest, a great guest, one of my favorite dudes in comedy who I, I saw come up uh, in New York City. He, uh, he writes for The Daily Show. He also wrote for the uh, White House Correspondents' Dinner that we could talk about. Uh, but he also tours with the stand-ups of The Daily Show. Like a lot of the writers, a lot of The Daily Show writers are stand-ups and dudes I know from UCB and the scene back in the day. But his name is Matt Koff. Which, true. <laughs> which is perfect for uh, the Cannabis Coffee Hour. Welcome, That's Matt Koff. Thank you. Thanks. I'm excited to be here. Thanks. This is cool. Um, yeah. I, I've thought about doing a podcast called, like, Coffee Time, you know? Yeah. With, you know, with, with a K, you know? Yeah, because you're cough, and you got the cough. I was kind of leaning in on the, the hacky weed stuff, but... Uh, oh, no, that's true. I, I realized cough could be used in so many different wordplay jokes. And I promise I'm not... I did... I'm saying his telephone number does have the numbers 420 in it, I just realized. That's true. It said, Matt Cough, you know, we, we're all adults running around in life. We don't get to see each other as much as we like to. Yeah. So I hadn't seen his phone number, but today it said, Matt Cough 420. You know, I give that phone number to so many people, and like in a doctor's office, nobody ever comments on it. Nobody even makes a little weed joke. No, and... People are too uncomfortable. Uh, because you do have, you have a studious vibe. I guess I do have a studious vibe. It's the glass, I guess you have a studious vibe too. As soon as I, you put on the glasses, yeah. your SAT store goes exactly. up 200 points. Yeah, you're, you're a tenured professor at Hip Hop University. <laughs> yes. Definitely uh, run a class in old school uh, with an emphasis of Stetsasonic and the Fat Boys. <laughs> you know, we're going to go yeah. over everything. That's funny you bring that up because I do watch like all, a lot of old school podcasts and stuff on YouTube. And now it's kind of getting, you know, I, you know, I'm up there, everybody. I'm Gen X to the core. I was born in 72. So I see some of the old school like yeah. hip hop commentators. Yeah, right. And they're kind of looking granny, you know, and yeah. I'm just, it's kind of, uh, but it's a part of life. And I did get an older. What about you? Uh, do, do I like getting older? Mm -hmm. I like, uh, I like the gray. I guess that helps with my studious vibe. I have yeah. Gray hair. Um, you got good gray. That's thanks. called salt and pepper. Yeah, it's called salt and pepper. Mom? No, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I. It's. I mean, I. I feel like I. Uh, I'm still a very anxious person, but I. I guess. I feel like perspective helps with anxiety. You know what I mean? Like. I do. You're just like okay. Like if I have a. Like a stand-up show, it's like, but how many of these have I, I've done? Thousands of stand-up shows by now, and so it's like, how nervous can you possibly be if you've done what you know? I've done well on stage that many times, like. One hundred percent. I don't walk off. Generally, I'm not like sweating. That's my. How do you do? You, do you sweat when you're on stage, or do you sweat when you're not doing well? Because I do. Yeah, definitely. No, it, I'm still nervous, and as much as you want to say you're a veteran or old or whatever. 
I still, and I think that helps with my anxiety. I have, Matt, that's one of the reasons why I talk about it on the podcast. Like, I leaned into herb because I really think I was self-diagnosing my own anxiety. Yeah. The only thing with herb is, like, it'll cut the anxiety, but it can also oh, yeah. quadruple it. So you got to got to watch it. Even last night, I, I, not to go into a shameless plug, but I am playing the Arlington Draft House tomorrow. So I'm doing a headlining oh, show. That's so cool. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah. Uh, I it's haven't been time. there. Oh, it's the first time, yeah. No, I actually opened that place up, Matt. No way. I'm the first stand-up comic to ever play there. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm from D.C. and from Virginia. Oh, well, yeah, and course. I know the guys that run that joint. Yeah. And when uh, I got on Last Comic Standing, that was right when stand-up kind of started taking off. So D.C. Improv was always, like, the main joint in town. Like, of course. Oh, if you know stand-up, there's, like, two really good clubs there's a bunch of really great clubs, but like legendary cool vibes is like DC Improv, San Francisco Punchline, and Comedy Works in Denver. But so DC Improv was always the big dog, but then Arlington came in and it's awesome. It's like a mini, it's like a little mini theater in Arlington. But I've had it's last cool. night, I couldn't sleep. Like mm. I smoked a little bit of weed and I, I did the, fell asleep till 11 to 2, uh-huh. okay. and then got up at 2. Oh, and then all ruminating, like. About oh, like nervous about the gig. Yeah, mostly about the gig and the travel down, and then doing uh, uh, this interview. I got Matt after work, and this is New York City, and it's cold out, which I do like because we're playing it COVID safe. You know, the yeah. freaky virus is still out there. Oh yeah, I would say that COVID is one of the freakier viruses <laughs> that I come across. Yep. What is there? There's. The flu, the flu is a virus, right? And that's freaky. I've had some freaky flus. Yeah, right. They're Those all are pretty. Probably the two freakiest. Yes. Oh, what about uh, dengue fever? Oh, dengue. That's some uh, in, in the jungle, and it has such a great name. That sounds like a great musical genre right there. <laughs> dengue yeah. fever, man. Do you want to like start that band, Dengue Fever? I might. I was just going to go into this because you were telling me you were in a stoner band before this. But I was. What, <laughs> I can't wait to tell you. But I've been really been serious, Matt, and it's bad because I am working on scripts and writing yeah. packages, but I just learned how to make dub reggae. Like the really, I got all these old loops of the organs yeah. and like all the different drums are like echoed out. Have you ever listened to dub reggae? I guess, what, what's the difference between that and reggae? I'm a, I'm a They Might Be Giants fan, so I'm... Oh, nice. I, I'm a, I think that's as far from reggae as you could possibly get. No, uh, I can get down to the Might Be Giants. You don't even know, man. I used to uh, walk a, mi- a million miles, and I also, that was their big hit, right? Uh, I would walk. Uh, oh, no, I think you're thinking of the Proclaimers. They did, like, uh, Particle Man in Istanbul, not Constantinople. Yeah, I know those cats. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're from Brooklyn. Oh, they are? Yeah, yeah. Istanbul? Mm-mm. That's uh, kind of got yeah. a good sing-songy thing. Can uh, I plug my friends? They might be Giants podcast. Is yes. Yeah. Yeah. Pl- I'm talking too much. Please. Oh no! I, I, you're talking just enough for me. Uh, <laughs> not enough. No. Uh, tell, tell me about your job. Oh, you were just—you don't have a friend that you, that was a joke. I thought you were really oh, no, going to no, plug I it. Do. I do. Do. What is the name of the podcast? Don't let start, which is the name of a They Might Be Giants song from yeah. the '80s. Yes. And uh, yeah, they have a very good, super in-depth. If you like podcasts that are in depth, that's a great podcast. Um, and yeah, if you're if you're a They Might Be Giants fan, if you're not, you will not give a shit about it. 
uh, you'll be like, why do I care about this? <laughs> I, but even hearing people nerd out about it's stuff great. I'm not into, yeah. I'll still watch it. Yeah, right, right, right. Oh, you like, like the podcast, though. Yeah, I do like... I, I do like... Uh, do you listen to podcasts? Um, I do. I listen to their podcast. Uh, what a, God. This is... I'm glad... Have you ever listened to No Dogs in Space? That's a good music podcast. Uh, yeah, I think I have listened yeah, to that it's one. It's like, you know, in-depth Beastie Boys. I, I, are you a Beastie Boys fan? I, I would say so. I would say <laughs> so. <laughs> I feel like that's the most unnecessary question I've ever asked. No, no, no. I bum out that people, that I almost uh, am too influenced by the Beastie Boys, but I will say, like, in terms of, like, heroes in, in my uh, youth zeitgeist, it was like, Jesus, and then MCA, and then Ad Rock, and then Mike D, all on equal level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it was, uh, no, those guys, I mean, even, yeah, I guess even me being in New York and even doing, no, I liked comedy. Comedy was in my soul. Like, yeah. I, would, I, I was more like, of a comedy nerd real... before hip-hop, even, yeah, I would say. I, yeah, I believe that, but you definitely, you just have the, even if you didn't like hip-hop at all, you have a great like hip hop vibe. It is. It's yeah. it is what I listen to dominantly. Yeah, you uh, just, just emanate it. <laughs> Thanks, man. Um, uh, right? Like as opposed to like Jordan Klepper, who's on the Daily Show. I think he's. I think hip hop is his favorite music, but he also seems super white. Some people. No, are, I like, can definitely see him rocking out to some REM. Which isn't bad. I mean, I listen to oh, no, a lot like, of Grateful Dead. Yeah. You would be surprised. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I listen oh, to everything. Do. Yeah, and that's why I've been listening to reggae and like dub reggae is like it's all echoed out and the yeah. effects is like slowed down. Of but the tempo is being played at 140. So mm. it seems like I'm starting to get nerdy with like drumming and beat machines that's and so stuff. Cool. That's yeah. so cool. I love doing it. It is yeah. one of the things that cuts my anxiety. Is That's that, is not that hard comedy. to get into? Like, if somebody was like, I want to do beats. No, not now. When I was young, it was. I want. I mean, I had friends that were DJs. My mom wouldn't buy me the DJ equipment, which was like the mixer and the two turntables. Okay, yeah. Even back then, but I wanted to. But my friend Richie Seacrest in this small little Virginia town, he, uh, he, was the, he was the high school DJ. Oh, wow. And he had speakers and the mixer and everything. Oh, wow. And we would go That's break awesome. dance. And he was awesome. He was a cool guy. And he actually died, like, drunk wow. driving, like, way back. This is, like, 80s. This is literally... Yeah, I was born in 72, so hip-hop and breakdancing, that was right, like, like when I was 11 and 12. Yeah, right, and then right, the right. Beasties is, like, 15, you yeah, know? And wow. 16. But that the first was, I, time I'm I saw this of you for like getting I was born in 82 so I barely remember the 80s at all. Wow. But the fact that you were able to like live No. who's like lived through the 70s or 80s I'm like I'm I'm really jealous of you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm super into another music thing. Uh, my wife and I are really into Morrissey. Yeah. And like the Smiths. Yeah. And um, I, yeah, I don't know. Morrissey is, seems like he's not well. Can I say that? Yes. Are, are you familiar with like Morrissey? Are you, yeah, are, the, Smiths, like the Smiths. I know that Green album. That was a dope one. Oh, right. Yeah. With the I, cursive writing. It's the very first one. I think it's just his dead? faith. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I think it, yeah, yeah, it's the shadow of him. But yeah, yeah I, knew, I know a couple Smith songs, but I never dive deep into Morrissey. Yeah. 
I guess I just started appreciating the male vocal just recently. Oh, just in general, the male vocal. The male, no, you know who's a, who's got the best male vocal in my opinion? Who? Kenny Rogers. Kenny Rogers. Why is that? I, I had it's just country, really noticed. It's the gambler. Uh, it's he's singing in tune, but he's also talking at the same time. It's a little bit what like Nate Dog is doing. Okay, yeah. When you're right. rapping and singing, and I guess harmony. I dig harmonies. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, guess. Yeah. Is, yeah. Oh, har- harmony's great. I mean, have you heard of the Beatles? <laughs> um, yeah, they were, and also what the Beach Boys. I feel like those are the two. When I think of like great harmonies, I think of uh, Beach Boys and Beatles, and also choirs in general yeah choirs you got to have some harmony going on yeah. it's all harmony everybody singing the same note exactly that would just kind of be weird right everyone uh, needs to have different ranges oh yeah choirs no i've always said harmony when even when it's male that's what makes crosby stills and nash so dope as well yeah. it's uh it's a very vulnerable place it's just like break dancing and popping and lock it like dancing is very vulnerable it's very oh. non-masculine and neither is singing, you know? So yeah. it's like this thing, you're around all the tough guys and you're just making this beautiful music I with know. your voice, I, I think about you know? That. And I'm like, there's something where you feel like, as a man, you're not allowed to like sing well or something. Does that feel strange? Yeah, that is dumb and yeah. it does feel strange, but I am like that. Like I took violin when I was young and I hated it and it pushed me away from music because I was like forced to do it. But I do like enjoy like learning about it and music theory, and I play guitar. Yeah. And uh, but no, be singing on key—that's what I would say. Like, right. if I you mean, could wanna, sing on I key, that a, is dope. Yeah, I want to be able to like do a karaoke song that sounds good. I've only been able to do like screamy ones when I've done uh, karaoke, <laughs> like uh, Harvey Harvey Danger, Flagpole Sitta. You know oh I yeah, yeah. You kind of yeah. have to hold a tune a little bit, and I do it. Uh, but it's a lot of like screaming, so I feel like if you're not a good singer, you can kind of get by. You know what I, I, mean? I got Fallout Boy vibes with that. But what? Oh, it, yeah. What is it? What was the first line of that song? Oh, uh, it's uh, the the chorus is I'm not sick, but I'm not well. Then I'm so fine. Cause I'm in hell. hell. Yeah. Uh, so you know that. Song. And that has an upbeat tune to it like and it has some swing yeah it like, does have swing yeah. you gotta have they, swing Matt what was, do you know about swing man yeah I, what do I know I was born in a swing band really was, you play jazz band I, I was shot out of the tuba no that I'm kidding <laughs> I, um, honestly yeah no but I, I I like swing I don't know again the only thing I the only thing I listened to at all in high school was uh they might be giants and Paul Simon's Graceland. Oh, say, you know? great album! Yeah. That's up there with Thriller. Like there's certain yeah. albums, like 1984, the first Guns N' Roses. Like there's certain pieces of music that is, and then you get into Graceland, and that's just the, all those yeah. African beats that you're not used to, and all yeah. these different harmonies and sounds and the horns. Lady Smith, Black Mombasa. Did I say that right? I think you did. Nice. I think you did. I, I know I would mess it all up, and I'm not even going to try it, but I love the album with my heart. I probably messed it up. Yeah. Uh, but you know what? Keep this in, because I love them. Yeah, mm. no, uh, 
it was such going a, to Graceland, a, Graceland, yeah, right. Memphis, Tennessee, going to Graceland. It's like, yeah, there's like African rhythms, but it sounds like a country song. It's like, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, it's get, coming back that way. Like, everybody's into Femme de Coute. There's this new dude, like Burner Boy, and he's, uh, he does oh, Afro yeah. beats. Uh-huh. He's big, yeah, he's huge. And like, the Caribbean has gotten behind them, and then American culture has gotten behind them, and it's supposedly really... I, I, I downloaded a couple of things on Spotify. Somebody cool hit me to it, but I haven't listened to it totally. But it, I guess it's Femme de Coute, Afrobeat-type stuff, and he kind of... Is it Femme de Coute, or, or is it... Uh, Fila. It's Fila. Fila. Or Fela? Yeah, Fela. I think... I, I don't know. No, no, no. I was like, you put an M in there, and I was like, does he have a son named Femla? I think there is some other parts to it, but uh, no, I've I've what been is, known yeah. to mispronounce stuff. Oh yeah, and that one's that's reaching like that's we're doing some deep cuts when we're talking I, about this. Yeah, I love I love Phil Cucci. I don't know how I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, I'll call him Femla. I think that's actually easier to say. Yeah, say um, that. But I also oh sorry, I hope I didn't kick the tripod. Uh, no, no. Ethiopeaks, you know them? I no. Feel like they were in Broken Flowers, that movie, uh, Jarmusch movie with. Uh, Bill Murray. Oh, and wow. There's like that, that's a really good soundtrack, Broken Flowers. There's really a lot of, there's like opera, there's like, you know, Afro beats. Um, but that's how, where I heard about Ethiopeaks. Peaks. I think if you heard their, like... That sounds like a great soundtrack. Yeah, yeah. If you, I know you've heard Ethiopeaks. Peaks. It's like everyone, it's, it's like one of those things you, you will recognize when you hear it. Yeah. Um, there are those things that sound almost like national anthems or there's a lot of reggae like yeah. riffs that are in hip hop yeah. that are just like three, four horn shots that okay. everybody yeah, right. knows exactly. looped yeah. over and over again, you yeah. know? Um, so you like Burner Boy? Because I feel like I've heard that name. Yeah, before. Burner Boy. I'd say look him up. Like I would expect like Daily Show being down with Burner Boy. Like he's got, I guess he's just a huge international and he comes from Africa. Oh, okay. And I've cool. just heard my friends from Jamaica telling me about it. Okay, I'm excited. And they were, uh, they were like, you gotta, right and they played Jamaica and everybody was really into them because they connect to the African beats. Uh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I get, yeah, go Spotify it up, man. Do you mess yeah. with Spotify or you think it's weird or? Oh, like unethical because of the misinformation thing? Yeah, and this is where I am. I was on 800 Pound Gorilla and they took my album me off. Me too. Yeah, we can't, and you pay for Spotify, and they won't even play our album. I didn't even, that makes me angry. Yeah, that uh, makes me so angry. And I yeah. like Spotify. I want to be on there. Uh, Come on, no, Spotify, get your shit together. Yeah, no. Hey, Spotify, are you watching? Please put my album, and get your shit together. Matt Koff. Matt Koff. I, I don't like to uh, be profane, you know. I'm, no, we're I growing out of that. Keep, uh, being family friendly. You know, a funny thing about that <laughs> is uh, I just started going very blue again. I can't believe I'm calling it blue. Yeah. Uh, but I started going very blue. I was like trying to do the Seinfeld thing where I'm like, you don't need cuss words to be funny. And then I thought about like uh, Norm MacDonald, who just ha- is totally filthy, but like in a very precise way. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, it's not just like, fuck, fuck, who's this fucking guy? Like, he will drop, like, he'll say cock at the, ex- he'll like build up to it. It's like an opera, but with cock, which is I know. my favorite kind of opera. <laughs> cock uh, room. It's, you know, it's just like a cock-filled opera. <laughs> yeah, my dad used to listen to opera music, so I'm pro-opera. 
<laughs> and a pro. Uh, but I am pro blue material. I would say I kind of go back and forth like you do too, you, you know? Got, you got great clean jokes, which is, I, I always think of one of your jokes like, you got like a phone, a metro card, you're like, I'm freaking flying through space. Yeah, 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 space. yeah. Am I getting that joke? Yeah, I, that's right when everybody was vaporizing. And oh, my right, joke, yeah, I would vape. set it up, I would be like, you know, I just quit smoking pot. Yeah, right. Got yeah. a vaporizer. <laughs> and then I got That's a phone, a and I, I got an iPhone, a metro car, unlimited metro card, and a vape pin. I'm flying through space. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. Just flying around here in New York. I mean, Matt knows me from all these rooms. I mean, I yeah, that's why a reason why I kept, I wanted to do this podcast is like, yeah, I leaned into Herb all throughout my stand-up career. Just to get yeah. through the years, I think it helped. Uh, Joe, what, do you, what do you mean get through the years? Just growing older. I started when I was 27. Uh-huh. And I think um, it's more about the stress and the anxiety. It is. Do you feel... The mind game is more... And I'm kind of getting to a point where I'm letting it all go, which I feel so blessed about. The, uh, the anxiety and, and worry and stuff. The worry and... Uh, it's all about the ego. Like, it really comes down to your own egotistical, you know just running these things that you're against all these people but within this moment we are perfectly at peace you know it's yeah, all about you yeah. know if you were said oh what's the world all about oh Russia's gonna explode um disease everywhere we're yeah, all yeah. addicted to our phones or you could be like look at this fucking moment right here dude yeah, we're on yeah. this dope park I'm talking to a great comedy writer and an old friend that's what's yeah. nice about this, this podcast that's one thing that I also realize. I guess I, I have, I don't know if you have like comedy New Year's resolutions, mm-hmm. um, but mine is like a good, rather than work harder, you fucking fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I'm kind of tired of that voice. It's still there, but it's like, uh, it's like, oh, use comedy to hang out with people you like who happen to be comedians sometimes. But like, yeah, just like... Because it's hard like, to I hang out with people in real life out exactly. there. As you like, get older, it's yeah. like, people ain't got time to hang out, exactly. hang out, hang out. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, even now I'm just like trying to like think about that a little bit more and hang out after a show a little bit more because I'm like, is, the social aspect really at this point is what makes comedy fun. Like I like telling jokes, I like writing jokes, I, I do it a lot, but I'm like... I think just seeing people, seeing people perform, you know, laughing with them. I'm like, I, I feel like I'm becoming an old softy. <laughs> yeah, that's what you I should do. I apologize to the uh, cough, the cough syrups I call my fans. Uh, the hardcore that started in the beginning when yeah, he hated yeah. himself. Exactly. <laughs> uh, although I do have a pretty good joke about anal. <laughs> so I'm trying to keep my edge yeah yeah you could always keep your edge with a little anal just throw it in the old, just throw it in the you know sunshine you know after all these years anal still fringe um it's because it, yeah. i don't feel like anal's gotten to the mainstream you know <laughs> yeah maybe by definition it's not the mainstream but like uh yeah anal I that is hilarious no, yeah, it's because uh, not everybody. I never did it. It's like it's not every, yeah. and but I'm not against it, and I probably I've definitely thought about it, and I've watched it on it's pornography, all, but I've dropped that. Anal, yeah. But uh, right but at now, the same, right now. <laughs> there's some people that are out there. Everybody's different is the thing. Like yeah. it's all about sitting into yourself. Like if you if you because ju- some people do love anal, you know they got to get it. 
Um, yeah, I mean, I imagine there there has to be a couple anal files out there. Uh, That's yeah, I, I forgot how I have no idea how we got up to this uh, topic, but that, it, if it know, ever goes haywire, you go back to coffee. And oh, that's yeah. what I always say. From anal to coffee is an easy jump. Yeah. <laughs> Let me ask you something. Should I be looking at the camera? Or I have, do, I, do I look at you? What's what's your aesthetic for this show? Is it like we are talking to the camera? Or we or like or Yeah, you know what I mean? Sometimes yeah, I think it's I a think, little I think bit it's of both. Cheating to the camera. Yeah, yeah. Should I be like, hey Rob, how are you? Yeah, I'm doing <laughs> great. You don't ever do. Do you do that? Uh, do, you, do you have people? Who I are just, just like, go. We're, yeah, we're look talking at, to each other through. I prefer eye contact. You know what? Cancel. <laughs> By the way, can I just say this is like, I don't do many podcasts, but this is like I, you know, you know about podcasts. You know, kind of like some of like the angry. There's a lot of anger. Am I wrong? No, you're right. You're Maybe right. You're right. Towards the male side. I've been trying to put the positive vibes out there. That's, that's why I love hanging out with you. Yeah. Just, there are certain people who just kind of like, you know, in comedy, they exude uh, warmth and light. And you are one of those people. Oh, you too, Matt. Yeah. And you're, you're hilarious. Oh, but, uh, I think yeah. of the same of you. I think the oh, same of thanks. you. Thanks. Yeah. But I'm, yeah, I just like, I think my point overall is just that like, I want to use comedy to see people I like, you know? Yeah. Because um, it's like, I, you know, maybe it's just kind of because, like, you know, there's a lot of rejection. There's a lot in comedy you can't control. But if you're like, well, I, I'm i going to see somebody every week or two, you know, I'm going to, like, you know, uh, I'm starting, like, a, a new material night with Matt Goldich, name drop. Oh, yeah. Um, so we're trying to get back going. Where are you guys are going to um, do that? We we reached out to a couple places. Uh, I think uh, Brooklyn we, or Manhattan. I think. Oh yeah, we we pitched a caveat, and am I saying that right? I and, think so. Uh, and Union Hall. Both cool so, places. Yeah. So we're gonna see. I mean, we're we have a a title for the uh, show. It's called Throw It in the Dock. It's like new material. Like throw it in the. Yeah. Dock. Just throw it out there. Throw it. Throw it in the dock. Throw it in the dock. Um, now, yeah. is, when you're referring to the dock, to you on the show, oh, the I would love to do it, man. I love preferring. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't mean to. Yeah, you, you tell me. Like the first show that I hosted, called I think it was like a uh, my friend Ian's place, Vaudeville Park. But I remember you murdered. You were like, it was just this like Williamsburg storefront, like art gallery. It was like an art gallery, but you had this great story about. I want to say going, sneaking out to see like a, a concert. Yes. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes, yes, yes. It's uh, it's called the Fresh Fest. It was like my first, but I do remember that venue and I remember that show, Matt. And yeah. I remember us walking there in that diner, and we were. I think we we might you might we might have went out to lunch afterwards or yeah. did something. I just remember walking and talking and being psyched to do the show. And then when I showed up, you had a cool crowd. Yeah. But it was kind of odd. There was a piano, and then there it was a storefront. I remember. Yeah, right. There was a piano. There yes. was a piano and a storefront. And I remember, and it it was very punk rock, just like this podcast. It was yeah. just very, just like, and this is when Williamsburg was. I mean, I can always say that every year is. Yeah. This is when Williamsburg was Williamsburg. But it right, was, exactly. Yeah, well, uh, Paul's Boutique. Right? Was that Williamsburg? Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
was I going to uh, I don't think it's actually a real place, as the story goes. Or it was in Brooklyn, like, deep, maybe over in Boston. It was like a Jamaican. It's no longer there. Oh, it's And not. then MCA would, that number would go just to a random voice uh, recording machine. Oh, okay. And he would just collect calls, people calling it from the album and just oh, say. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. And I think it was just like, that, that whole album cover was a lot of photography, man. It was like creating a even back then they were creating like this different you know yeah, yeah, yeah. just vibe and aesthetic you know that isn't really real which is kind of goofy and fun yeah no right yeah it's uh i mean man yeah like i said i would love to be have uh, been alive or been like around and aware of like what was going on in the 80s yeah that kind of goes to the story of the fresh fest that i told it your story yeah. but the first time i saw this is a true was the Raising Hell tour, and I've never heard of them before. Because right. I went to the Fat Boys the year before, and I was in Virginia. And this year we went to Richmond, uh, and it was a bunch more of my friends, and this was a sec our second concert. Yeah. You know, a lot of my al my latest album, I talk about my first concert, and a yeah, lot of people right. talk that, talk that it's just a part of your youth. But this was the first time it was Run DMC, Houdini, and LL Cool J. And it was a bunch of friends from this little town in Virginia, and we were there, and it was like 75% African American, but th there was, hip hop was building. Like, yeah. I think the, like, it was, King of Rock just popped. And they said that it was just, it's too, I remember just standing there, and the house lights just went on, and they said, yeah. from money making Manhattan, the Beastie Boys. <laughs> and these three 17 year olds yeah. just went up and killed. I'm telling yeah. you, killed right they did three songs hold it now hit it it was before fight for your right hold now hit it slow and low and then um i think like brass monkey one of those things oh yeah and uh they that just must have been amazing yeah they just killed out of, and i never heard of them before and i went out and got the album i think the album had just dropped but i was just some kid from virginia so yeah I wasn't some hipster that knew what was happening yeah, in right. New York. I did because I followed breakdancing and hip hop, so I, I knew right. the main albums when they were coming out. Oh, okay. That, that man, yeah, man, I am jealous of that. I, did I, you I, ever? I uh, do you collect uh, vinyl? That's a big thing these days. Um, you know, recently, like I was doing it a few years ago, but then I recently got back into it, and uh, yeah, my wife and I were, were big into Morrissey, so we've been getting like Smith's stuff and. Uh, um, yeah, yeah, I no, bet he's I, got some cool albums. He does, yeah, yeah. Bind, any, does he have a leather-binded one? <laughs> he definitely seems like someone who should. Yeah. And probably will at some point. If, or, There's or some Liberace out. vibes coming from this cat, dude. <laughs> <laughs> definitely some Liberace <laughs> vibes coming yeah, from this cat, man. That's true, yeah. I think very, he's that generation. Yeah, but I like, like I said, I like the male tone, Elton John, Mick Jagger, David Bowie, uh, yeah, male singers do if in tune and funky sound good. Can I tell you? I'm sorry, that I got sorry to stay on Morrissey, but like, yeah. I really recommend, uh, especially if you're smoking weed, to to watch a Beavis and Butthead clip where like they watch Morrissey, <laughs> and he's like, it was like the most Morrissey thing you could think of. It was him in a fishnet top writhing around in the desert and I think like he had like a band-aid on his like cheek and they just we're talking about that it was so funny yeah um, killing him yeah yeah it, nobody could uh, Mike Judge I think is the god man like anything great. like 
Office Space, yeah. Beavis and Butthead, King of the Hill, and uh, the new cyber, the one, the uh, Silicon Valley. Oh, yeah. yeah, right, exactly, yeah. I mean, he's had, I'm like, is, has he failed at all? It seems like everything he does is uh, great. And even the ones that fail end up being good, like the movie Idiosyncrasy. Is that the one that the, about the future president and stuff like that? Idiocracy. Idiocracy. I, and never... that like what was a failure. And that oh, was right, like yeah. a cult. That's like deemed right. amongst movie nerds as like genius. I never, I never saw that one. Um, Me, I haven't done any. I think I've watched it for like for ten minutes here and there, and yeah. saw some of the characters. Yeah, but the thing is, I mean, it's probably a cliche at this point, but like, from what I haven't seen it, but like, it's kind of it predicted a lot of what has happened, right? Yeah. Maybe with like Trump or whatever, I, you know. I would imagine like, <laughs> it's gone. The country's gone in a weird direction towards. It's not not idiocracy. That's all I'm saying. It's, it's more. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I should. Say but it, it opens. Uh, yeah, I don't want you to get uh, get in trouble with the Daily. Sh- I mean, I know you talk about <laughs> politics all the time, and I try yeah. not to lean into it on this podcast. So thanks for doing this. Yeah, sure. But at the I same feel like time, I haven't talked about the Daily Show at all. Yeah, we haven't um, at all. I, I, I don't want mean to be rude. I I think I have to wrap up. A couple of minutes. Is it okay for me to say this on now? Yeah, 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 I yeah. I, I felt it. I, I felt it. I was going to do it, and I can edit it, so it's all good, man. Well, I was just going to. Okay, I was going to yeah. sign off. Sorry, yeah. Uh, be, with it all being all kind of cray cray in the universe right now with politics, I do think people are being kinder. Like after, the, it's so good to see you, dude. Like after yeah, the pandemic, like I think Americans, like on the whole, when I go out, like people's hearts are open and kind to deal with each other and everybody's just on their own trip so i haven't seen people get mad about masks or i don't know i just think there's a there's an awakening of some type of conscious you know kind of a higher consciousness happening that we're just dealing with you know yeah no i i definitely think so i i yeah i I don't know i feel something you know i I think something. in that celebrity thing that's what i was trying like i think we're starting to learn the good and bad of it all like yeah, you know people are like you know not many people will just give you the time of day just because you're a celebrity now like that's kind of, that's kind of seen through and stuff like that but oh no definitely yeah um but dude you, but you're a celebrity and i appreciate your time <laughs> and i love yeah, you and yeah, thanks yeah, for celebrity. doing this yeah, no, and course, you're too good that, to be doing this and uh oh, no, thank you for your all. time thank you're you. on the I, run i, I know I, uh, no I'm, I'm honored to be part uh, on the podcast it's great um yeah, it's really. I I listened to your Housing Works episode recently, and that was, uh, yeah, that was really fun. I was like, wow, I didn't know you could just do a podcast in the park. That's great. Yeah, yeah. I, love, I, I really. That's one thing about COVID. I'm just like, I love being outside, and I'm like, I it love doesn't it. really. It, it would take, you know, it takes like a really crappy weather for me to not want to be outside. I, even the cold, I think it's great. Yeah, dude, I stop in the, in the middle of like the sidewalk and just stare at the sun, not stare directly at it. But, <laughs> but you yeah. know, I just I, get, I go into dog cat mode, just like, uh, yeah, yeah, so great. nice. Yeah. Uh, and so are you. And uh, let's call it a day, man. Thanks cool. for hanging out. Thank you. Thanks Thank you, Matkoff. And check his website out. Check him out on tour. And we'll have him on again. And uh, and we'll see you guys out there. Thanks for listening. Oh wait, can I plug that? Yes. Um, yes, I was going to do that earlier. Yeah, I was I was thinking about it. But please oh, yeah, tell sorry. people about your stand-up album which yeah. is not on Spotify. Oh yeah. I guess I did plug my album. It's called Who's My Little Guy. 
get it on iTunes, and maybe I'll, I'm probably going to make it available through my website as well, because I'm like, what? I, did, I work so hard on this. You, you understand it. I do. You did. Yeah. And I was at your album re- release. And oh, it's, yeah, yeah. Dude, Thank Matt's you. one of the best uh, joke writers. There's a reason why he's employed at The Daily Show for the last seven years. It's my looks. <laughs> it is his sexy, sexy bod. And my also, sex, sex bod. Sex bod. And uh, also, he can write some jokes. So if you want to listen to highly great, hilarious, and cool jokes, please check out... Uh, Matt's album. Oh, thank you. Yeah. yeah. Well, great. Uh, <laughs> this coffee hour uh, forever. I have, do you have a sign off? Yeah, we sign off is, uh, yeah, peace and love. Yeah. Okay. Just something hippie. Or you can maybe, or. Oh, okay. I like cannabis coffee hour forever. <laughs> all right, all right. Cannabis this coffee, coffee hour, hour forever. forever. <sighs> yeah. I'm walking the 